Good evening and a very, very warm welcome to you wherever you may be. Thank you for joining us here on the Football Outwear Show. My name is Tonchi Prusak and as they say, all good things must come to an end and so is the case with the 2022 NPL and Men's State League seasons and we are going to have a very comprehensive look at the final weekend of all of those uh, leagues tonight. And helping me to do so, Craig Filer and Steve Curtin. Craig, good evening. How are you, mate? It's been a massive, massive year and a massive, massive weekend to finish it all off. I'm uh, honestly, Tonch, welcome. Uh, good evening, boys. Uh, honestly, I'm absolutely shattered, if I'm honest. Uh, it's, been a, uh, it's been a long year. Um, actually, quite glad the football season has come to an Well, it hasn't quite come to an, an end yet, but uh, certainly from a coaching perspective, it has. Um, I'll be looking forward to a break now before recharging and potentially going again next year. We'll see. Steve-O, how about yourself, mate? Um, it's been a huge year. And um, what, what a show last week. Let's talk about that. Um, our 100th episode, a live episode. And thank you to everyone out at Caroline Springs, George Cross, including that wonderful, wonderful live studio audience. It's been a massive week in that local community football, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it has. It has. And uh, it's taken its toll on all of us. And <laughs> I was thinking of recording from bed tonight, I think, as well. But uh, Kate's in there herself, so probably she probably wouldn't be on board for that sort of thing. So um, it's a great show that we had last week, though. As you say, Tonchi, it was fantastic. As good as this is to do the show together like this, doing the show in person with all of us in one place was really enjoyable enjoyed it uh, so much so that uh yeah we'd love to do that again and the guests that we had as well fantastic array of guests that traveled yeah. out to fraser rise to be there at george's on vista with us in person and our audience members as well it was yeah it was just really good to do the live show and yeah walk walking high riding riding a high after that definitely i think tonch what about yourself mate yeah, no, that was it. Was like I was on the verge of, uh, I think, suffering from laryngitis that uh, night. Yeah, so you if, were, if you you've were. had a look, if you've had a look back, folks, at the um, at the uh, replay, uh, yes, it, well, we had, as Steve said, some um, awesome guests. And look, our full replay is available on our YouTube channel. Go to our Football Out West show on our YouTube channel. Um, it went for two and a bit hours, but it was well worth it. And a big, big shout out to all of our guests. Uh, I'm not going to start mentioning because I'll, 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 I'll actually mention it. Boys, jump in if I've uh, missed anyone. Mark Sultana, <laughs> the president of George Cross Football Club, also our major sponsor. We have Eric Vasiliadis, head coach of Caroline Springs, George Cross. Kim Antaliodoros, the CEO of Football Victoria, and the one and only Gary Calder, um, Football Victoria Hall of Fame inductee. Craig, who else did we have last week? Um, geez, we had a lot of people. Yeah, uh, Giacomo from Macron. Giacomo uh, yes. We yeah, had we had Luto, Lutona from um, yes. from uh, Pascavale. Pascavale. Gee, wasn't he a nice fella? He was Sh- a good talker. Was, I, I would interview him every week. That was that <laughs> enjoyable. Lewisevsky <laughs> came on, didn't he? And on, yes, uh, of course, Preston Lions head coach. Yeah, he was very good. Apologies. Unfortunately, to, uh, we did have some. Um, unfortunately, we did, we did have some um, some. Some issues with uh, with Facebook yet again, Tonch, which uh, are beginning to bleep bleep. Is this where I, is this where yeah. I have yeah, to be? Yeah, yeah, beginning to pee yeah, me off. Yeah. Tell me about it, folks. If you can tune in via our YouTube channel, if if nothing else, we are going live on YouTube, obviously. 
um, if Facebook is just a problem. But we do attract most of our fans and viewers and listeners and watching not through Facebook. Um, so uh, we've got to be grateful for certain things. But uh, speaking of being grateful, gentlemen, a massive, massive shout out to our major sponsor, Caroline Springs, George Cross, who have been absolutely wonderful this year um, in not just their own support of the show, but logistically and um, in every other sense of the word. So it was it was an absolute pleasure having the show, having our 100th episode uh, streamed live out of Caroline Springs Cross last Sunday. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break, folks. When we return, we're going to do a little bit more about the rehash of the weekend that was, a huge weekend that was. We'll also probably jump onto our first guest, Anna. But in the meantime, here's a couple of um, words from our major sponsor. Don't go away, folks. It's the Football Outwear Show. You find authentic Maltese cuisine? At Georgie's on Vista, in the heart of Fraser Eyes. We have a menu to suit everyone, which includes kids' and seniors' meals, and a cocktail list that will need you to come back several times to get through. Our specialty nights are a big hit. Tuesday is $20 Palmer night with a selection of Palmers to choose from. Kids eat free Wednesday night. With every paid adult meal, you get one free kids meal. Thursday is Maltese night. Check out the Maltese specials on our specials board. And Friday night, we have happy hour between 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Be sure to book your table to avoid disappointment. Bookings can be made via our website, georgiesonvista.com.au. See you at Georgies on Vista. You'll find us at Caroline Springs, George Cross. Looking for a space for your next function? At George's on Vista, our function room caters for all types of functions. Milestone birthdays, special religious occasions, work functions, hens or bachelor nights, baby showers, or whatever reason you decide is a good idea to get together with family and friends. Contact our friendly staff who will help you put together a menu that will suit your special occasion. Inquiries can be made via our website, georgiesonvista.com.au. Georgie's on Vista, in the heart of Fraser Rise. You'll find us at Caroline Springs, George Cross. And welcome back to the Football Outwest Show. As we said at the very, very start of the program, what a huge weekend of football it has been. And uh, gentlemen, you both were involved in the uh, in calling one of the games today, earlier today, um, in the NPL competition. And uh, let's just have a look, guys. This was your view for the afternoon there at, at um, Avondale. What what actually is Avondale's home ground called? Avenger Park, is it, or something like that? That's the one. Avenger Park. The old oh, Reggio Calabria club there. Essendon Royals once played there in the old... Uh, VPL competition as well. It's it's a venue that's been regenerated. It's got the grandstand on the far side and the freeway side, and the, the change rooms are still portable at the moment. So I imagine that would have been pretty warm in there at halftime, not a lot of airflow in those sort of buildings. So hopefully um, next season it's uh, got a few more upgrades and the, hopefully the team will be in the in the top six next season as well as far as uh, everyone Ooh. at Avondale is involved. Oh, let's talk about that, shall we? The um, final round of the competition um, there's the ladder, and uh, Steve, if you've got the results there handy, let's go through them. Um, that was, yeah, a very, very ex- exciting final day of competition. Yeah, I was hoping to chase up some more goal scorers, but it's a, it's a real um, paper trail of uh, Facebook posts and things and not a lot of information, but certainly those 
results uh, we saw Hume City they were already going to be safe uh, from relegation after their win last week barring a, a 15 goal turnaround in goal difference with Dandenong City they ended up winning though they beat the Oakley Cannons so the Oakley Cannons uh, dropping points in the final game coming off a cup performance during the week as well so certainly these teams not performing well after midweek cup games uh, and short turnarounds Hume Ford scored again there for Hume Steve in the 82nd minute so second uh, second goal in a in the space of a, of a week. There you go. It's a it's a good result for Sam Ford there to finish the season with two goals. Uh, the big one, uh, Heidelberg United. They came from seventh and got themselves into the six with a five one win over Eastern Lions. Not a surprise result given that Eastern Lions have been beaten seven nil in their previous outing to Green Gully in the catch up game on Thursday. Uh, Bentley Green's uh, just confirming the relegation of Dandenong City at a 5-0 win while ensuring that the Bentley Green snuck into the top six and finished in fifth place, 5-0 win. The game that Craig and I were at, uh, Pat Lang last scored a, a very well-taken goal, very good poise by him in the first half. And that was the difference between the two sides. Uh, South Melbourne, their 20th win of the season for the Premiers. Uh, Dandenong Thunder, 3-0 in what was a dead rubber game when they hosted Green Gully. So finishing the season on a high for Dandy Thunder and Green Gully will hope that won't hurt the momentum going into the finals next week. Port Melbourne, what a season they have had. Second place, they finished uh, yeah. 2-0 winners over a 10-man. Melbourne Knights and Western and all Western Suburbs fixture. St. Auburn Saints, they come off a, a win last week in injury time against Oakley. This week, 5-1 winners at Paisley Park against Altona Magic. Doesn't get much more emphatic than that. What a win. Certainly that doesn't. As I said to you this afternoon, one of their big uh, Achilles heel this season has been scoring goals, and uh, they've scored six oh. in two games, the final two games of the season. So uh, congratulations to uh, Team St. Albans. Well, I think if there's anyone that is uh, not very happy about the season finishing now when it is, as they're just getting into some great form, St. Albans Saints, well done to um, everyone there at Dynamo. Um, gents, the the teams that are relegated, Dandenong City and Eastern Lions. Um, thoughts, Steve? Will they be back bouncing up very, very short, very quickly in 2024? Or, uh, I think no, it's... I think I think the popular consensus, and Craig will probably agree here, that, well, it's going to be a very tough NPL 2 next season, expanded to 14 teams, you know, potentially a bunch of um, A-League reserve sides in there, uh, and Preston Lions as well. I think it's a tough competition, and uh, particularly Eastern Lions as well. They lost so many players, they really need a real overhaul, and uh, they don't have a lot of funds coming in from what I hear. So Eastern Lions, tough, Dandenong City, that's a tough one as well, Craig. Yeah, look, I agree with you. I think that that, that league next year is is going to be super tough, not only with, as you said, Preston Lions and, and Melbourne City coming up, but potentially, you know, Western United and Melbourne victory through the playoffs. Um, then you've got, obviously, the, all the teams that were, were in there this year. Your Pasco Vale. Yeah, you your Pasco Vales, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Brunswick, oh. uh, your, your Brunswick yeah. Juventus, which we'll we'll touch on uh, later on with one of our guests. But um, so yeah, it's going to be a very tough league to uh, to get out of next year for sure. Well, let's turn our attention to NPL two. Our guest who is going to be joining us very very shortly, the Moreland City coach Adrian Mathers. He'll be he'll be t- chatting to us about their amazing amazing result on the final day. But uh, let's go through the results there. Uh, Brunswick Juventus two. Defeated by Werribee City 3, and we'll be speaking to the Werribee City president, uh, Giovanni Insera, about that final day drama 
there um, at CB Smith Reserve. Bulleen Lions held um, to a one-all draw by Kingston City. By virtue of that result, as you can see, Kingston City now have dropped into the relegation zone. We'll talk a little bit more about that. Brunswick City defeated Goulburn Valley Suns 4-2 away. Lang Warren defeated Manningham United Blues 3-2 at home. Uh, Northcote City and Pascoe Vale, that game was postponed. Pitch was unplayable, but um, I don't think that's going to have too much bearing on the result. Um, And the big one, the big one, the Moreland City versus North Geelong Warriors game at Campbell Reserve. That one, um, well, North Geelong heading into that last day, all they needed was a draw. They couldn't get that draw, and Moreland City ended up winning 1-0. What a fantastic result, and what an historic achievement for Moreland City. And to tell us more about what happened and what prevailed at Campbell Reserve, um, that is if you can talk after all the um, partying and the um, the hangovers, the uh, coach of Moreland City, Adrian <laughs> Mallory, he joins us on the line. Adrian, thank you for joining us. Oh. Oh, not the gremlins again. We no sound, Adrian. We've got no sound there. <laughs> might need to change your. Uh, might need to change your settings. Your your microphone settings. Uh, we can see you all well. That's all pretty good. That's not an issue there. Um, oh, he's Steve, working on it. I can see Adrian's working on it now. Absolutely. So we'll just <laughs> pop him off screen. Hopefully we can While get Adrian. To... Hopefully we can get Adrian back on. Yeah, we we know yeah, he's a just... big fan of the show. He watches. Uh, Watches every week, and he's just he's just sorting something out now for us, so we can speak to him. But nice, nice downloads he's got in his house, though. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, are they technic? Are they technic? They're very pro- well provided. Well they're not. No, no, they're not. No, I should <laughs> missed, missed a trick there, didn't I? Yep. Steve, but, now, uh, how did you see the NPL two season um, this year? Oh, it's a thrilling season. It's hard on North Geelong. They are promoted, but they were on top for how many weeks, Tonchi? They were on top right until the last day Most, of the season. Yep. Yeah, Jamie Latham goal on uh, six minutes and what what a good player uh, Jamie Latham was. I was impressed when I watched him play uh, a couple of times this season when I got to see Moreland City uh, play a game at home and away and they uh, yeah they they had a good crowd there at this match too from what I saw in the post match um, yeah it was the whistle went and uh, people went nuts at Campbell yeah, Reserve. Cool. <laughs> go to go to the um, Moreland City Facebook page and you'll see a whole heap of little snippets and uh um, we looked at if we could try and use some of that footage. Uh, camera work wasn't good as sort of up and down as some of the Yeah, yeah. I felt a bit nauseous actually like after, after yeah. watching that footage. But uh, also, <laughs> if you watch um, the NPL TV feed, you can see the full time. I think one of the players um, runs up to the actual camera and gets his face in front of the camera oh, in celebration. You know as what? Well that with was... uh, our, our man uh, Nick DeBano on the call there for that one. It was an exciting, yeah. exciting finish. Oh, do you know what? I think we've got a little bit of that um, footage, uh, the NPL two highlights, and uh, let's have a have a look at this. He's still going to stay alive here for North Geelong. McGrath brought to ground there by Kinsinus. I think this is no just right at the very Five end. Five seconds to go. Yeah. Back to his feet. Pikett, he's going to go long. Loops it. Cleared away Good by crowd. Huge crowd and there. That's it. And the Nancy, pitch invasion. <laughs> Not only are they premiers, they are promoted for the first time in 75 years to the top tier of <laughs> Victorian football. As their fans... I think that was uh, Theodore Acopolis who runs up to the camera. We'll get that it, confirmed, though. <laughs> yeah, how annoying, though, the the, um, the, um, the feed. Just, um, 
Oh, we've got Craig as well coming off. Um, it was annoying the feed just 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 didn't. I'm not too sure what happened there, but like um, you just had the um, statistics come up, and you wanted to see all that was going on with the post match um, uh, party and celebrity and uh, uh, what do you call them? The the the, yeah. the, 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 the color, I guess. The celebrations, but yeah. Yeah, but you just didn't have it, so that was a bit annoying. But uh, look, as you could see. Um, the North Geelong players were were, were slumped down. The fan, their fans, like large travelling fan base as well, um, they were they were shattered. But for Moreland City, it's a completely different story. Now we're going to try and bring um, Adrian back on. Adrian, can you hear us now? Uh, I can hear you guys. Can you hear me? We can awesome. indeed, Adrian. Yeah, Welcome to the show. Bring your camera down <laughs> so so we can see your face. Sorry, yes. Properly. Here we go. Now it's Sorry, better. That. All good, mate. All good. Well, first of all, mate, congratulations. Um, and uh, we'll bring Craig also onto the screen as well. First of all, congratulations. What an achievement. And um, look, it was always going to be, in effect, a two-horse race between yourselves and North Geelong. But to do so in such drama-filled circumstances on the final day, wow. Um, yeah, just take us through through the whole day yesterday. Yeah, and no, it was a pretty amazing day for our club. And as Steve touched on, it was um, probably the biggest crowd I've seen at our games. Um, but, yeah, just an amazing day. And I suppose the, um, the, the benefit of seeing the joy on people's faces, I, mean, I did feel it from North Along as well. Tough circumstance to sort of have to play two top teams last round of the year. Um, but, yeah, to see the joy on the faces of our supporters and committee and coaches and players was just Enormous for us. Steve. Uh, and Adrian, what was the message to the players going out in the game yesterday? Was the idea to go out and, and, and attack um, North Geelong and be on the front foot early in the game and perhaps that might have led to that early goal with uh, Latham on the score sheet within the first 10 minutes? Yeah. I mean, we've been pretty pretty good at starting games well and we were pretty focused again on, on trying to start the game as best we could, as we always would. Um, but really the, the main message is before the game is really just about reducing the anxiety and, and the tension and just making sure we, we stay focused because I think that's been our strength this year. And, and um, so it was, if, if anything, it was really just trying to create the right mood so that we, you know, again, the anxiety there and it wasn't a sort of fear of failure. Um, and, of course, it helped scoring early, um, just meaning we, we get to start the game well and uh, continue on. We had a few chances. They had a few chances and it was, um, yeah, a, a pretty tight game all in all. Now, Adrian, congratulations, mate. It's uh, it's been a long time coming. I know uh, I've said on on air last week when I did, and I'll touch on that game. You know, you've been in and around that top four for for a number of years. Obviously, got to the final a few years ago against uh, against Green Gully uh, yeah. in the playoff down there at uh, at Amy Stadium. Unfortunately, that didn't go your way. Um, how much did last week's game um, against uh, Pasco Vale? Um, help the boys this year, this week, because you said you started, you want to start quick and you scored another quick goal inside six minutes. Last week you scored winning within 12 seconds. Yeah. Um, how important was that win last week? Because uh, obviously I spoke to you after the game and yeah. um, it was just an incredible, we spoke about it, it was an incredible game, incredible yeah. atmosphere up there. Um, what did the guys, what did the guys take out of that game last week? Yeah, I think, I think if anything, it just gave us a bit of, a bit of belief. Um, I mean, obviously, keep scoring the last kick of the game is, is pretty fortunate and doesn't always go that way, but it made us think that we can actually do this. 
um, and it set up a good opportunity for us. So sometimes the stars just align and you feel like you've got the luck or the luck's on your side. And I think it all, all gave us a bit of a boost, um, obviously leading into to yesterday's game as well. Um, you know, Pascal, very good team, and to, to beat them uh, is a real confidence booster. Um, yeah, I think it, it just helped us from a, from a confidence perspective and um, if, if anything, made us believe that we can, we can, we can do this. Now, Adrian, um, I'm not going to mention name names, but Steve and I, early in the season when we uh, when we commentated a Moreland City game out at Mer- uh, Werribee City, speaking to some of the club insiders from Moreland City, and they they actually said, um, you know, look, we expected to get relegated this year. We didn't expect to uh, to uh, be undefeated. That was midway through the season. Um, yeah. Were the expectations actually quite? Oh, let's say low early in the season, and and have you has have you kind of used that as a little bit of a um, a motivationary tool to prove the pundits wrong that you actually were a better side than what people around the club maybe even thought you were? Um, maybe maybe a little bit. Like certainly at the start of our preseason, we our preseason form was horrible. I don't think we won mm. a preseason game this year, um, and I think that just created a bit, a bit of a. I suppose an expectation amongst potentially coaches and and the club that you know, maybe mm-hmm. it's just going to be a tough year for us. We had a lot of turnover of players as well for whatever for whatever reason. Um, coaches turnover, some coaches turning over as well. So yeah, it was just one of those things. And I was mentioning yesterday. I don't even think it was necessarily by design in any way, but um, the group of players that have come together are just an amazing set of, set of men. Really, I mean, they just get along with each other so well, fight for each other so well. Um, and I just have to say, it, it clicked. I know I've mentioned to you, Craig, in the past, having you know got Jamie Latham out from from Wales, kind of allowed the rest of our squad to help him, support him, get around him, and make sure that he was okay being in a, in a new country. So, um, if anything, I kind of think that that kind of helped help the bond within the group. Um, and as as games went on, we just got more and more confidence and started to believe. But certainly, yeah, certainly in the beginning of the season, um, I think the expectations were pretty low, both potentially internally as, as well as external. Now, for me, two stand-up players. Um, you've had a lot of stand-up <laughs> players within within that group. But, you know, for me, there's two young players that uh, deserve a, a, a massive uh, a massive slap on the back in, uh, in Fletcher Fulton, who you bought over from Tasmania. Yeah. Uh, I know his dad watches watches every game and uh, down there in Tassie. And, of course, um, uh, Max Pesetto on either side. Uh, yeah. These guys are blessed with pace. Uh, very, yeah. very good football players. Um, how have you seen their progress throughout the year, Adrian? Yeah, I mean, both both excellent. I mean, both so young um, and have really contributed. I mean, we haven't a, a bit different to North Geelong. We we did we have didn't really have a main kind of goal scorer this year. We were chipping in goals from different spots, and certainly Fletcher and Max both contributed heavily for that. But for for players of their age to to come in, and it obviously helps having. Kuno next to them as well, and Corey Thomas, just that experience to kind of guide them through. Um, yeah, no, we're fortunate with Fletcher in particular as well, because I mean, Max, we, we, he's been a junior at that club for you know, years and years. So, but with Fletcher, he just reached out to us. We had a look at a video, um, sort of even through Corey Thomas, sort of him, him having a look at it, sort of said, Geez, not bad, this kid, let's, let's see if we can get him in. And he's done an amazing job. Steve. Steve. Um, Adrian, looking at um, yeah, look, looking at sorry, my internet is going here. I think there uh, <laughs> um, Campbell Reserve. Do you find it um, an advantage being there? And then looking forward to next season as well. There's a possibility you might be playing at like CBS Reserve instead, perhaps. 
Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, we love our hometown. I mean, it's, it's obviously not in the best condition, but, um, you know, it's, like I said, it's our home, so we enjoy playing football there. Um, I, I have to say, I don't think it always suited the way we wanted to play, um, but I think, if anything, it probably developed our game a little bit to become a bit more direct, um, you know, forward passing into feet, getting the ball moving forward. So um, next year will be interesting. I'm not, I'm not sure what to expect in terms of, we'll be playing out of but um yeah our, our away record was reasonable as well obviously um so we'll embrace whatever circumstances we're dealt with and um enjoy it as best we can and obviously next year you will be playing obviously in the top tier of uh, of of uh, victorian football for the first time in 75 years in fact i think the last time they were there they actually weren't even called Moreland. i think they were called Colberg, i believe um so how do you know, obviously, the season just finished? Um, do you take a couple of weeks off uh, and then start to, to look at next week or is it uh, straight back into it now this week and start to plan for, for next for next season for what will be a, a massive a massive season for the club? Yeah, look, I think we'll enjoy the week, um, get together a couple of times this week with the players, um, do, our, do our vote count and things like that. Obviously, things will have to change from... From our perspective, I mean, just just something as simple. I mean, we only train two nights a week. I'm not sure we can sort of sustain that um, yeah. at, at NPL level. So we'll have to adjust in that regard as well. So, um, yeah, we'll start thinking in the next couple of weeks about what what it means. I mean, my my main priority is is really to kind of keep the group of players together. Like I said, they've just got such a great dynamic that we wouldn't want to sort of jeopardise turning over squad and, and and things like that. I mean, we'll we'll probably look to add uh, from a player, player perspective, but maintaining, keeping um, our players is, is really important. We've got a lot, of, a lot of young talent, so I'm sure clubs will uh, be interested in maybe having a discussion with them. So, yeah, I think the priority will be to kind of lock in the players firstly and then consider what we do, do beyond that. Awesome, Adrian. Thank you so much for joining us once again. Congratulations. Now, we can't let you go without... Um bringing up uh, Christos Theodorakopoulos' uh, little uh, uh, co- contribution in the uh, chat. Where are they? 80... Where are they celebrating? They haven't, they haven't been home. Yeah. I'm, not even, uh, I'm not even sure. I think they're in the city last Where was time. your invite, Ado? Where was Yeah, I know. It's, it's funny. Like, I, I don't seem to get the invites. <laughs> yeah, well, your phone's, 80... yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, te- your, your text is not working. No one, your phone, I get them <laughs> yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. There you go, Christos. We're giving you a little bit of a shout-out and a hello, and uh, um, hopefully there's a lot of responsible partying going on, you know. We don't want to be like the AFL boys. They always end up, you know, some sort of crazy partying and that sort of stuff. Yeah, they're, they're silly people. We're not like us football people. Yeah, Adrian, all the very best, mate, for the uh, for the off season. Enjoy it while you can, because I'm sure next year will be just as eventful, just as exciting, but probably just as stressful as well. Yeah, for sure. But uh, thanks very much for having me, and uh, thanks for thanks for the work that you guys, as Steve touched on. I do enjoy the show every week, so it's great. Good Fantastic. on you, mate. Thanks, Thanks Adrian. Adrian. Congratulations, mate. Congratulations again, mate. Many congrats. Okay. Thanks, guys. Good on you. Uh, Adrian Mathis, that is fantastic. We love to hear people tuning in every week. And, and look, uh, definitely uh, you know, one of the nice guys. Definitely one of the nice guys of football, Steve. There isn't are he? so sure many. Sure yeah, is. there are so many yeah. nice guys in Victorian football, isn't there, fellas? We, we we saw them last week in person, but we get to. I love this show. I love where we get to really uh, find out a lot about clubs that we don't otherwise normally do. And uh, one of those clubs is a club that, geez, what a what a result on the final day of the NPL two competition, Werribee City. Um, have we got any luck with our next guest, Craig? Um, 
Well, I have no idea. I thought he would have uh, been logged in by now, but uh, obviously not. We'll uh, we'll chase him up. Not a problem. Look, folks, we're going to take a very, very short break. When we return, um, in fact, here he is, and we're just going to put him on the show now. And I hope he's he's done his hair first and foremost because he told me he promised me he'd do his hair this afternoon. Oh, no, he hasn't. There we go. Oh, that sounds really bad. Hello, Giovanni. Can you hear us? Hello. G'day, guys. Oh, it's very low. This uh, sounds as if there's a bath running in the background. Yeah, there's some really bad audio there happening, unfortunately. A lot of them, yeah. You're not in the bath, are you, Siobhan? Uh, we'll, we'll have to try and it see. It did if we sound can... like the bath was being run. Yeah, look, say, it, it, it was, look, he was fully clothed, though, though, so unless he's having a oh, bath with his clothes on, yeah. Let's see if we can get him back. Oh, no, we're going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to have to. We're just going to have to. a bit of static, to, um, but maybe we can push on. He's, he's been on a run, and he's just he's in a cold <laughs> bath. His legs are in the water, but he's got his work where he's sitting. I don't know. Like that. He's, not, he's not having uh, a... He... <laughs> he's actually <laughs> in a spa. He's in a spa bath. <laughs> that's not. That is not a bath. That is more like Niagara Falls. There, I don't know where, where you are, Giovanni. Mate, congratulations you on the last to, day. I'll call you. I think. Yeah, that might be an idea. Look, let's talk about Werribee City. Um, they were they were dead and buried, Steve. They were really, really were dead and buried up, up until the yeah. very, very last game. They came up against a very resurgent Brunswick Juventus at CB Smith Reserve. Um, and Brunswick Juventus needed this win. Without knowing what was going on at Moreland, they needed this win potentially because they could then have been promoted to the NPL. So there was super, super, um, you know, it, there was so much at stake. Um, so don't, don't dare think that Brunswick Juventus was going to throw this game for their Italian um, for their uh, Italian sister club but what a result 3-2 Werribee City um, won and as a result well what what happened you know they, safe they avoid those playoffs yeah they avoid those playoff games against the NPL three sides so a good still outcome. Got Niagara Falls there. We've got <laughs> that's the no falls. good. Yeah, that's very, yeah, very still frustrating. Um, hopefully, we'll get. Um, yeah, hopefully, we'll get Giovanni Insera, the uh, president yeah. of Werribee City, because um, we we actually mentioned when we were speaking to um, Adrian Mathis, mate. Earlier this yeah. season, we had the privilege of commentating one of the Werribee City games, and not only did we uh, um, was 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 it you know a, a great experience there to commentate Moreland City and Werribee City, but they've also got a fantastic new facility as well. So hopefully, we can talk to Giovanni about that. Yeah. Have we got Giovanni on the line, Craig? Hopefully, Giovanni, you there? I'll try again with headphones. Oh yes, that we've got him on. Good. Yeah. yeah. How's that? How's He's, that with uh, headphones, guys? Oh, that's, that's good. Much it sounds better. like you've stepped out that's of the spa bath, Giovanni. So oh, yeah. it sounds perfect. And he's dry I, as well. I, I lied. I was in the bath. <laughs> I think you he was Niagara Falls. <laughs> Goodness me. Caught. What yeah. am I being in the bath at the moment, to be honest? Just nice, relaxing, you know, experience. No, not to be. Yeah. What, a se- what a season we've had. Giovanni, first of all, congratulations, mate. What happened? What happened at CB Smith Reserve? Take us through the day. I've never seen him smile so much, by the way. Well, just, just saying. You know, everyone, everyone, everyone in football is calling it the miracle at CB Smith. <laughs> that right? that's, that's that's what they're calling it. But uh, yeah, it was an amazing experience, to be honest. I, I can't, you know, I've been around football for for a long time as a player, and um, you know, people involved in clubs, and 
Yeah, it was uh, it was quite euphoric. You know, uh, you can have talk us, yeah, through, talk have, us through how talk us through how the the events of of obviously the win and how it all all came about. Yeah, so you know the boys the boys over the last few weeks have you know in, in fairness to the playing group we, we've we've you know we've had some some games over the last five weeks where you know we probably haven't got a result out of some games that we probably should have got either a win or a point but that's you know that's football and we have to take responsibility for that and we've also had in their um, uh, performances which just aren't good enough you know like you know we, we cut the hiding to, to the champions Moreland City uh, and congratulations to Adrian and everyone at Moreland City as well for uh, for their fantastic result yesterday but yeah you know we, we still believed even though we we're coming up against the zebras who are a very good football team and but yeah, that you know, we, we we always believe, like, and as as you do, that you can always get uh, you can always get what uh, what you've got to get out of a game of football. And the boys went out there knowing that you know we, we had to win, and yes, we still had to rely on on some other results going our way. Um, but started the game really well, and first half we were really competitive, and you know we scored a goal off uh, off a set piece to go up, you know, one 0 up early, which was good. It's you know you always want to put scoreboard pressure on the on the opposition, which we haven't done a lot this year. Um, and then we copped a really unlucky goal, you know, a cross that was a missed kick that ends up going in the in the back of the net. And, you know, um, the Zebras were, were up, were won all at, at, at halftime. Um, and the second half, they came out really, really firing and, and they really gave us, uh, they gave us a hard time for the first sort of 25, 30 minutes of, of the second half. Um, they, they, they got the winner and they, they fully deserved, fully deserved the winner. Sorry, the winner the uh, to take the lead. It uh, they, they went ahead two one and, and so then what time? What time was that? What time was that in the game? I think they scored in the sixty eighth. Okay. I think yeah. yeah, two one down. Two one yeah, down with know, just over twenty minutes left. Yep. Two one down. You know, you know, you're watching the game against uh, you know Kingston and 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 uh, and Bulleen and you know it's it's Kingston went up one nil and you know and, and but then you know Bulleen get the equaliser and. You're watching stuff all over the place. We're watching, yeah. we're watching Moreland City and North Geelong, and you're, you're looking at football 24 and trying to watch our own game at the same time. And you know, yeah, t- times, times, uh, times ticking away. And you know, there's sort of 10 minutes to go, and, and the boys seem to get a bit of a second win. Um, you know, Joey Santalucci, the coach, made a couple of changes, brought some fresh legs on. Um, you know, one in particular. Um, you know, I, uh, James Murray, who you know, has, has been injured for sort of the last five, six weeks, which has been unfortunate for us. Um, we brought James in over the transfer window and, and you know, he, he uh, but he came, he came on and, and he sort of turned the game around for us as a bit of an attacking threat. And then we scored a lovely goal um, to equalise in the, in the 91st minute. Wow. Um, and yeah. And again, the, the, from there, you know, you, wow. you have, you have belief, you know, and, and there was, there was about, there was, I think there was six minutes of, of extra time. Uh, because there was a uh, one of the zebras, um, zebras prayed Jay Cowley hurt himself and, and it took a while to get him to get him off the ground. I, I hope he's okay. Um, yeah, there was six minutes of extra time and and yeah, you know we go forward again and it was a bit of a scrappy scrambly goal and you know one of those really untidy goals that you know we, we were sort of joking. Yeah, they're, they're the goals that we cop every week. You know, <laughs> um, and, you know I think zebras would be pretty disappointed with um, with. Uh, with, with that goal, but you know, and yeah, it, it's, it was amazing. You know, the 94th minute, we, we get the winner, and, and all of a sudden, we're like, wow. it's like Jesus Christ, we've gone from 2 1 down, you know, getting ready for, for the next weekend to 
to drawing to winning all in extra time what happens emotionally with with everybody in that because i was just speaking to adrian there you know i was at the the northcote game and uh sorry the the pascavale and morland game the week before and i i went through all of that what was it like from a president and a player's perspective and the crowd um on saturday knowing that 94th minute the game's just about to finish and you've managed to keep yourself in the division yeah it, as i said at the start it was just completely euphoric and you know, I've been involved in in you know in in being promoted and and the euphoria associated with being promoted, um, and this was I don't know this this was this was different. This was really really emotional, you know, because it's been a really tough year for us for everyone at the club. You know, mm. it's, it's 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 been a hard year, but that's we we take responsibility for that. You know, we we everyone the playing group, the coaching group, the club committee, everyone we we, we take responsibility for that. Uh, it's been really tough and. You know, as I said, the last few weeks, you know, some some games the the boys have really battled and fought and 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 haven't played too bad, but you just you haven't had the result. And then to get it in the last game, in the last minute, the last effectively the last kick, it's like it was almost like a dream. Every and and, as soon as the the ref blew the whistle and everyone's run onto the ground, and I didn't even know what to do. I just had my head in my hand. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. And that, gentlemen, is why promotion and relegation is oh so important to our sport. Giovanni, yeah, um, you're safe from relegation. Speaking of relegation, next year's MPL two competition, you know, with the um, with the uh, arrival of Preston Lions, Mm. Melbourne City, possibly Melbourne Victory, possibly Western United, um, and then uh, Eastern Lions and Dandenong City coming down from the MPL. What a, what a league that's going to be. What a competition that's going to be. Um, what do you have to do to, to, to be successful in that league? Um, and don't say yeah. a new president. We're not going to accept that. <laughs> but uh, is, is, well, there a, is there well, a mentality? Might have a surprise for us. <laughs> yeah. Is there a mentality change that's needed amongst the playing squad? Is it new players? Is it, is it something else? What, what, what need, as president, what are you going to try and focus on over the offseason to get the, 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 the playing core rejuvenated for next year. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a combination, uh, Tonchi. You know, it's a it, it's a combination of things. There's 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 lots of things that we didn't get right this year. And and to to be fair, last year was 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 not a great year for us either. You know, we, we sort of got the get out of jail card um, with the cancellation of of, of the season. Um, so, but you know, we, we've we've been successful in this competition before. Well, as in you know, really really competitive. Um, you know, we had we had three or four years pre-COVID where we we were we were we were really competitive in this competition, and you know we 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 believe as a club that we certainly belong in this competition, and and we're better than what we are uh, at the moment. Um, but yeah, we've got a we've already started the review of the season, um, mm. and it's 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 broad. You know, we had a complete new playing group this year. Um, only a couple of only a couple of players. You know, sort of uh, who who were left from the Serge Sabadini um, period that we had, um, and you know that that's that's not easy when you when you have a complete new playing group. It, it, it can be difficult. So yeah, it, it's across the board. We, we've got to look at our processes. We've got to look at who's going to lead the the club from a coaching perspective, um, assistant coaches, um, and coaching staff, and and the playing group as well. You know, um, yeah, we, we have to we have to look across the board because it is going to be a tough competition next year, a longer competition, a longer season. 
Yeah. Some really tough teams are going to be going to be in the competition, as as you've already as you've already said. You know, you're, you're going to have Preston, and then you know you're going to have the Zebras and 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 Paco. You know, both two really really good footballing teams who, you know, will be out there again. I'm sure uh, looking to um looking to, for that uh, for that Holy Grail. So yeah, but we're we're certainly committed to uh, to going through that process, and um, yeah, it's it's just relief for us now, and and now we're just looking forward to to planning for uh, planning for next year. And just really, really quickly, Giovanni, do you think the events of yesterday and the short turnaround with the new season will start earlier with the longer season? Stay short think, turnaround, Steve. Do you th- it will be a short turnaround. Do well, you like think still six months, six months, two months. I mean, months. It's, lo- it's shorter than what it was. All right. Do you think this can be a springboard, like the, the momentum can continue from this uh, big result, the miracle of C.V. Smith Reserve? Yeah, that's that's a that's a really good question. And, you know, after after the game, when you know everyone had sort of settled down a little bit, and you know, I sort of you know you have a chat with uh, with some people in the in the change rooms, and and you know, and Joey Santalucia, our, our our coach, you know, he raised um he raised a really valid point, and he was like, you know, yeah, you can get a lot out of out of winning and being successful. He goes, but you know, I'd like to think that the playing group will will look at this and you know, what it meant for the club, for them as individuals, for them as a group, look at that and see how that gave them that euphoric feeling and turn that around into, well, you know, what do you need to do to win games of football much, much more regularly than what we have this year um, and perform at that consistent level? Um, you know, if, if, they, if they use this as a springboard to to change what needs to be changed next year. So, yeah, it's a really, really good point. And, I think it is potentially the whole club can look at it and go, well, sigh of relief. We made it out of that. Let's let's start turning that around and turn it into a positive for sure. Yep. Awesome, Giovanni. Thank you very much for joining us. We look forward to catching up with you in season 2023 and being one of the Western Suburb clubs. We, we, we always love to see the Western Suburb clubs do very well and Werribee City are hoisting the flag, flying the flag in NPL two next year, but uh, um, it's uh, it's going to be a it, look. One season's finished, and we already cannot wait for next year's competition. Yeah. It's going to be epic, I think. So, uh, thank you once again for joining us, and congratulations on uh, on on staying alive in uh, NPL two. Thank you, Tonchi, Craig, Steve. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for your awesome work too all year. You know, it's fantastic to have you guys um, plugging away and, and promoting not just football out west, but you know, football as a whole. It's fantastic to show. So good on you guys. Well done and, and congratulations. Appreciate that. Thanks, Giovanni. Thanks, Giovanni. Thanks, Giovanni. Back to your bath, mate. Awesome. <laughs> That's Giovanni um, in Sarah from, from Werribee City. And look, we've had all of our guests praise with the work we do. And we, we um, love every one of you joining in, tuning into our show week in, week out. Um, but next year, we, we've got big plans, like like all these clubs that are either moving up a division or staying in a, in a, in a division that's going to be. We've got huge plans, and uh, over the next few weeks, we'll be letting you in about those plans, speaking of next few weeks. Next week, folks, we will be taking a much-deserved end-of-season break. Um, we're going to have a little bit of a one-week off. The week after that, we'll be back in action, and we hope to have... Two, three, four, maybe a few, five more episodes, but that really depends on the clubs themselves. If your club would like to sponsor an episode of the Football Out West show and have a bit of a post-season wrap-up where we'll interview two or three of your coaches or presidents or what you're not, get in touch with um, with us on footballoutwest at gmail.com. Um, contact us through our Facebook page um, and we'd love to feature your club in an end-of-season special 
tribute to your club. And it obviously doesn't have to be just the seniors. It could be the juniors. It could be the women's. It could be what's happening behind the scenes. We'd love to get to know your club a little bit better on. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break. When we return, um, Craig, who's going to be our next guest on the um, on the cavalcade of stars for tonight? Yeah, we had this gentleman on uh, just a few weeks ago and we said we'd get him on if his team uh, managed to get promotion after having six points uh, deducted uh, a few weeks back. But they've gone and done it. We'll have the president of Upfield Soccer Club, Walid Hanna, is going to come on and join us. Yep, that's State League 2. We'll have a quick look at NPL 3 and State League 1 very, very shortly. After the break, don't go away. It is the Football Out With Show, episode 101. Guzman Finance, Point Cook's professional and trusted mortgage broker. Using the latest technology powered by Australian Finance Group, their lender panel has over 30 institutions, including the major banks. Whether you're in the market for your first home, refinancing, renovating, or buying an investment property, contact Andreas on 0425 826 055 or visit their website at guzmanfinance.smartonline.com.au. Welcome back to the Football Out West show. We're going to have a very, very quick look at um, uh, NPL 3. So if we bring up the NPL 3 ladder there, um, Steve, if you've got the results there of, of all the games that were played yesterday, but uh, let's look at the ladder before you do do that. Preston Lions on top. They are the champions. Melbourne City automatically um, get promoted to NPL 2. Western United and Melbourne Victory, they will be entering the um, promotion playoffs against uh, Kingston City and, of course, uh, Golden Valley Suns. Down the other end, Springvale White Eagles, another la- final day drama. We'll talk about that shortly. Um, they've now been relegated to State League One, as have Whittlesea Rangers. Ballarat mm. City surviving on the last day of competition. Steve, mm. do you have those results? <laughs> yeah, Ballarat City, 3 nil winners mm. against North Sunshine Eagles, who are a very difficult opponent. They obviously... I don't know. They didn't travel too well on their trip to Morshead Park going down 3-0. So, well, congrats to Ballarat City. Good to see our regional clubs hanging around in the NPL divisions. That's important for the health of the game in the state. I will say that. Uh, Melbourne City, 6-2 over Springvale White Eagles. A high scorer, but probably a result we expected. Preston Lions uh, sealing a, a sensational season with their 16th win, 3-0 over Box Hill. Western United, uh, healthy winners, 4-1 in another high-scoring game against Geelong, that match uh, out at Broadmeadows Valley Park. And Melbourne victory at Epping Stadium couldn't get the business done, losing 1-0 to Nunawarding City. So uh, that leaves uh, that top four, as we said, Preston Lions as champion, Melbourne City runners-up. Western United jump into third. They jump over Victory, who finish in fourth. Both of those sides will be in those playoff games uh, next next weekend. They'll be played. So stay tuned for those fixtures. Looking forward to, to seeing how those matches play out. It's going to be very interesting. How do you see that going, uh, Craig? Do you see the, uh, the MPL three sides knocking off the MPL two sides in those playoffs? Um, to be honest with you, no. I think it's going to be a big, big task for them um, to, to get anything from those games. I, I, can, I can pretty much say that uh, you, you're both the Melbourne victory and uh, Western United, isn't it? Of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we'll get through those games quite comfortably. Um, and we'll see four of the A-League teams in MPL two next year. 
Yeah, well, let's turn our attention to men's state one very quickly as well. The two teams that have been promoted and the bottom team, Springvale White Eagles. And, um, of course, um, Whittle C, they will be getting relegated. One will probably go to the southeast and one will go to the northwest. Uh, This is the northwest division. Caroline Springs, George Cross, um, champions. Yes, they are the champions. They got promoted. Uh, and a record-breaking um, feat this year. They've uh, never won so many games in the regular season like they did this year. So congratulations to Caroline Springs, George Cross. Essendon Royals, they're moving up into NPL 3 next year as well. And at the other end of the competition, uh, well, we don't really know because that's still alive. Clifton Hill, they've got two games in hand. Strathmore Gosh. have got one game in hand against... Um, um, I think I, I think that one's against Clifton Hill, so that's that's like the do or die game. Uh, anything can happen here, uh, Craig. What's your take on State League One? Uh, look, firstly, congratulations to um, uh, without uh, going over what's been said before. Congratulations to uh, Eric Siliadis and the team there at George Cross for a fantastic season, and likewise Essendon Royals. Uh, it was always going to be tough. It's a tough, tough league to to get out of. It's a tough, tough league to play in. Um, and certainly, um, every team in there was uh, gave gave the best they could. But the the bottom two is an interest one: Strathmore and, and Clifton Hill. Strathmore game got called off again last week. Um, look, they've got the two games in hand. The big one comes; they have to beat Clifton Hills, and if they beat Clifton Hills, they uh, they they will stay they will stay up. So, um, yeah, watch this space on that one. Yeah. Um... They, they won yesterday. Um, what was the score there? I think it was they defeated... Uh, where are we? Where are we? Kilo Park 1-0 one yeah. yeah. So very quickly, the results here. Uh, George Cross defeating Banyol City 1-0. Kariah 3 over Altona City 1. Very good um, result for Kariah at Hume Reserve. Um, speaking of the regional teams, um, Steve, uh, as you said, Clifton Hill, Sydenham Park. That game is being postponed. Essen and Rawls defeat a Whittlesea United 1-0 and Yarraville and Brimbank Stallions 2-0 draw there. So um, I'm sure stay tuned to uh, all the social medias. We'll find out what's going to happen with those outstanding games. But, uh, yeah, do or die for, for Clifton Hill and Strathmore. But, uh, Jens, let's do no, uh, Sorry, uh, George Cross, as as the champions, will be playing against Bo Maris in, their, um, in, the, in the finals this weekend. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Craig, the fixtures, the fixtures that I forgot about. Are yeah. they the Clayton's fixture, fixtures? Yeah, the fixtures nonsense. you're having where you're not really having fixtures. Um, nonsense. State one, Caroline Springs taking on Bo Morris. Does anyone really want to play these games? Like, what, what's, there, what's there at stake for these games? Craig? Look, my view, and I've been, I've been involved in two of them, is, yeah, like I said to you off air, Tonch, for the, likes of, for the likes of Caroline Springs and anybody that wins the championship, there's a lot of time and effort goes into getting the job done. Getting the job done means promotions or championship. Mm-hmm. And once you've done that, the euphoria of that, it's then hard to get yourself up for the next game. I understand why um, Football Victoria do it, um, but is it something that you really need after a tough all season and the last game you want is a game that actually means nothing to anybody? Um, mm. But it's it's it's... The powers of be deemed it's it's the right thing to do, but um, yeah, for me it's um, yeah it's a complete waste of time. Brenton Ray uh, in the comments section, he's uh, he's our loyal uh, newsman. He says those NPL two three <laughs> playoff matches will take place next weekend, 
venues to be determined in coming days. Now, if we Brenton want to hear Ray it from Brenton it, as soon as that breaks, yeah. as soon as that if, breaks, because that's not news at the moment, Brenton. But as no, soon as you know, we no. want to know. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But if Brenton, if Brenton says something, you, you can a bit your bottom dollar. He uh, he uh, he's on the money. Now let's quick, right. uh, let's turn our attention to State League Two and the champions of twenty twenty two in State League Two Northwest uh, Upfield. Uh, what okay. a, what a fantastic result it was for them. Um, and uh, we're going to bring the president on now, who is um, is waiting patiently in the green room. Walid Hanna. He um, joins us tonight. First of all, Walid, congratulations and uh, and a job well done. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks a lot. I'm still partying from yesterday. <laughs> How was, you, how's the celebration been, Walid? <laughs> yeah, it was great. So we, we played at Lalo last game and we had to um, drag all the crowd there. And then we said, let's go back to the club and we'll stay there till about 3 a.m. this morning. You look. So, you certainly look far more relaxed than you did uh, three or four weeks ago when we uh, <laughs> oh, when absolutely. we when we spoke to you. So um, massive congratulations! I think from mm. from everybody um, in in football. I know it's very hard when uh, when you have to go through the processes that you did um, a, a while back uh, and get six points taken off you. Um, but for for the boys and the club to uh, to keep going um and and get the job done is a credit to uh, to everybody at the football club so um yeah on behalf of i suppose everybody and there'll be some clubs of course that won't won't, won't be too happy about it but um yeah on behalf of everybody congratulations mate thanks thanks a lot guys it was actually felt better this time i mean if if we didn't lose these points we would have wrapped the league 3 weeks ago but mm. This this just was given to us and it showed a new character to the boys when we said, guys, let's we've got three games to go. We need to win them all to to become champions. And the boys said, all right, let's let's do it. That's why we've uh, trained so hard this year. That's why we've um, played uh, entertaining football and the best games. Um, we we actually really deserve to be there. So they said, let's let's do it. Let's show everybody that upfield is the best team in state two northwest. And mind you, this year that our club has gone the furthest in in FFA Cup um, round six. We've never yeah. done that, and this is another history that prom- getting the club promoted state one. That's another history that the club has never reached that far. Yeah, let's go through the results very very quickly. Um, we'll pop the ladder back up there, but we'll go through the results very very quickly in state league two. The round twenty two, Epping City um, one, Westgate two, Geelong Rangers. Um, had a magnificent second half of the season. Uh, they kept Altona East to a 2-2 draw. Hoppers Crossing 3 defeated Albion Rovers speaking, uh, 2. Speaking of Brenton Ray, um, Brenton's uh, team, Hoppers Crossing. Um, the Hume United and Western Suburbs game was postponed. And as we mentioned earlier, Upfield defeated Layla United 6-1. And Mill Park defeated Moreland United Four two in the um, in the other result as well. So Moreland United, um, they will get relegated no matter what. They've got a game yet to play, but um, even if they win that, they certainly cannot um, survive. But um, but at the other end of the table, Upfield and Westgate are moving up to State League Division One. Um, Walid, do you know much about the the standard of State League One? Um, and and have you watched any of the games this year? And yeah, is it we much have. of a difference we... to State Two? In your eyes, so the current team we've got at the moment would be a top four in State One Northwest because we we did play um, in the cup game. We played uh, Sydney, we beat them three 0 and we did go and play 
Bomoris, who now are champions of State 1, and we beat him 2-1 in extra time. And we've seen basically the differences. Our technicality, the players that we've got, we find them more technical. What we find is that we need to add depth to our squad physicality. We need some physical plays. We need some good runners around there so we can be a competitive team next year. Mm-hmm. I'll jump in there for you. Um, and I know your side's technical because I've had the pleasure of, uh, of coaching against you guys a few years ago and you've got a lot of South American technically very, very good football players in there. I can categorically tell you the State League one's very, very different. Uh, while it's a very, very yeah. physical game, um, you know, there's a lot of big boys in that league and, um, you know, f- football sometimes becomes second nature. Um, yeah. of, of playing nice football just because of you know some of the pitches that you play on and some of the teams you play against. But look, you 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 got you guys have got a very good football inside. One question I want to ask: How do those players um, get to play next year? Will they will they still be? Because obviously a lot of them are on visas. Uh, how will how will that um, how will that go for you in terms of your player? Okay, so we we still haven't um, sat down and. We've thought about it and we, we've got the plays that we want to keep for next year. So we've got about eight to nine um, visa plays. We we would put an offer to them that we have to keep three to four, but also we want to offer the rest to play in the, in the um, reserves team and have a rotation roster around the team and whenever they need it. Or we just give them the option and we you know loan them to a local club and whenever we need them um, during the season, we can just transfer them over. So these guys are actually loyal. They've been at the club for three, four years, and they really love the environment that we we put the, the new cult, the culture that we've established in there over the years. They really love it, and they don't want to walk away from it. And they've seen and they've heard if they go to other clubs, the way they might not get the same treatment. So we are actually um, thinking about bringing local players, developing the youth. Our target next year would be staying in State 1, be in a top four flight, and then um, work on the facilities, develop their youth, change their junior structure. And, you know, it will take a year or two to be um, to be a really, really top uh, club in State 1. Uh, but our main focus is talking to the council about developing our facilities, getting them ready to be, you know, if, if things happen within two, three years, according to plan, if we... If we become an MPL club, then we want to be playing at Gibb Reserve, not renting, um, yeah. you know, Hume City facilities or anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Waleed, uh, just on yourself, uh, are you able to give yourself a bit of annual leave now that the season's over and you've had a successful year or delegate some tasks out to other committee members over the summer? What's in store over the next few months for you as president? Well, uh, it's... Uh, well, the way the way I'm feeling it now, like you finish you finish the league now, you need within within next month you need to have your plan up there, and you know you, yeah. you start planning for next year. It's it's, not, it's never stop. But we would yeah. we play the state champions um, next week, I think, against um, Collingwood City. Uh, hasn't still been released where we're going to be playing, and after that, we're just going to have two weeks off, three weeks off, half hour presentation night, and then um, uh, sit down with the coach, and we've got the plan already. For next year, but we would, yeah, we will take about three weeks to four weeks off and start in October planning. Wally, we the three of us were talking about just before you came on air about these end of season uh, cup or what whatever you want to call it, finals and this and that playoffs. Um, from a president's point of view of a club that's just won the competition, 
Um, is there any point to having these cross-conference playoff games or, or, or do you actually see some benefit to the club and to the players? It's, be honest. It's just, it's just, <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, the the players are exhausted. So yeah. they said they asked if, if what it was for. I said, look, this is just a southeast team plays the northwest, and the winner becomes the champion of Victoria. And they asked me, so is there a price from the FFV towards this? I said, what price? You're going to get a flag and a and medals. That's, that's the best you can get. <laughs> and yeah. and they said, oh well, if it's if it's a giving game, we'll go and play it. And it's, it's another it's another game to entertain our supporters. They've been they've been with us and they deserve it. So it's one more game to go, and that's it. So we're going to go back to training this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prolong the season, I suppose, mate. Um, on that note, thank you very much for joining us. Um, congratulations to yourself and to everyone there at the club for what has been an unbelievably successful season. Uh, we look forward to uh, watching your uh, um, watching your uh, exploits in State League One next year, and all the very, very best. And uh, from one president to another, um, he's the departing president of State League One, president of Caroline Springs, George Cross. Mark Sultano puts it simply, he goes, stay one, very difficult. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so they're words <laughs> of wisdom from one departing president to one arriving president. But, uh, Waleed, um, we wish you all the very best uh, for 2023. And, uh, yeah, enjoy yourself a little bit as much as you can in the very, very, very short off-season for, uh, for administrators. Thank you, guys. You guys have been great. And... Uh... We would um, like to support you in the future, in the near future. So, um, I mean, you guys have actually helped our story get out there two weeks ago because a lot of people didn't know about the why Upfield got the six points deduction. So, through your channel, um, it was actually I had to put it out there clear, and that's why um, after that we got all, all the support. A lot of clubs actually are teaming up with us to go back to the FFV and feedback about their online system registration. Yeah. So. It was actually great that you guys hosted us three weeks ago to mention it because now the FFB is feeling the pressure and they realizing that there, is, there must be a change to the system. And after last week speaking to FFV CEO Kimon Taliadoros, don't worry, people at Football Victoria do tune into our show. So I'm sure they're listening as well and taking note. Good on you, Waleed. Thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Congratulations, Thank you. mate. Enjoy Thanks, the rest. Thanks, Waleed. And, uh, catch up with you Thank soon. You. Thanks. Congrats, mate. Thanks, mate. Oh gosh, a lot of warm and fuzzy feelings in the um in the yeah, show tonight. In the, a lot of love in the room, so isn't it? A lot of love. We're not used to this. I don't know. I don't get this much love from it's my wife. It's an end of season I... feeling, mate. Everyone's <laughs> yeah, just in this kind of hazy, you know, <laughs> loved up sad. feeling. Oh, I tell you, you know. what, everyone's just sad yeah. that it's ended. What that it's ending. But uh, look, oh, mm. we're going to we're going to now take a very 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 short break. When we return, um, Steve, who's who's going to be our next guest? Yeah, good question. Next guest, we've got Bill Georgiopoulos, the coach of Westvale, coming along to join us. So they've uh, had a good season in the State League 3 Northwest. Let's find out more about it. Absolutely. Don't go away. Will you find authentic Maltese cuisine? At Georgie's on Vista, in the heart of Fraser Eyes. We have a menu to suit everyone, which includes kids' and seniors' meals, and a cocktail list that will need you to come back several times to get through. Our specialty nights are a big hit. Tuesday is $20 Palmer night with a selection of Palmers to choose from. Kids eat free Wednesday night. With every paid adult meal, you get one free kids meal. Thursday is Maltese night. Check out the Maltese specials on our specials board. And Friday night, we have happy hour between 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. 
Be sure to book your table to avoid disappointment. Bookings can be made via our website, georgesonvista.com.au. See you at Georges on Vista. You'll find us at Caroline Springs George Cross. Welcome back to the Football Out West show. We've still got a lot, a lot of guests to get through tonight, and we're going to take a look at State League 3 uh, Northwest. Um, remembering the women's uh, competition still is going for another week after tonight. So um, we've still got a bit, a bit of news as well regarding that a little later on in the show. But uh, we've still got a little bit more um, football left in the um, in the Victorian football calendar. But, um, Craig, let's go through State League 3. Have you got the results there? And I will pop up the ladder. And as we can see, um, the team that finished on top, they're, um, um, well, they're, we're going to have um, their coach, Bill Georgiopoulos, joining us very, very shortly. He's in the green room. The Invincibles, they are officially the Invincibles, undefeated all season. They will be joined by Altona North in State League 2 next year at the other end of the competition standings. Mooney Ponds United will drop down into uh, State 4. Obviously, not too sure whether that's going to be North or the West. I dare say it's probably the North. But, um, yeah, tell us, uh, Craig, what were the results of Round 22 of State League 3? Yeah, we'll uh, start off Heidelberg and Faulkner game. That was postponed due to uh, the pitch. Mooney Ponds uh, uh, actually defeated Craigie Byrne um, 1-0. Point Cook Jets defeated uh, Diamond Valley United 5-0 at home. Sebastopol and Western Eagles, 1-1 uh, draw up there at, uh, at Ballarat. Um, and, the, and the big game in this, uh, in this, uh, in this round, in, in three, was Westvale defeated Altona North 3-2 at home, while Williamstown defeated Sunbury United 4-2. So, Before we bring um, on out... Yeah, before we bring on our guests, a big shout-out out to Point Cook Jets, your old club, Craig, um, and Lindsay Phillips, the president out there, hardworking. They recently opened their new club rooms there at Saltwater Reserve and are absolutely fantastic. It's got views on both pitch one and pitch two. So um, it's been long overdue, and um, it's great to see. So congrats to the Jets on that. But uh, let's bring on the coach of the Invincibles, the West Vale Invincibles bid. Bill Georgiopoulos, uh, good evening to you, Bill, and congratulations on, well, a flawless season almost, four draws out of 22 games. Um, Not perfect. It could have been 22 wins out of 22 games, but, uh, mate, that is an awesome, awesome result. Well done. Uh, Oh, no sound. Oh, yeah, Uh, he's all right. He's just, hello, can we hear us, Bill? Yeah, I can. Okay, barely can hear, but but most important thing is that we can hear. Uh, as we said, congratulations, great great season, great result. No, thank you very much, and I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you very much, Craig. So let's talk talk through the season, uh, Bill. Fantastic achievement, mate. Um, play twenty two, one eighteen, drawn four, scored forty four against thirteen. Couldn't have done much more, could you? Not really, but if you speak around, uh, if you speak to the Greeks around the club, they probably wanted twenty-two out of twenty-two. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> are they calling for your head? Are they going to want your sacking? Are they? <laughs> no, look, um, look. If you told me that we were going to be, um, you know, uh, yeah, I just, yeah, just, just, just ecstatic. I, I can't actually believe that we we finished off uh, in the way we did. Um, to be honest, uh, yeah, I just got to give a lot of credit to the playing group. Um, it, it's 
you know, I, I'm there just to to manage them. But um, I, I think I've got to give a lot of credit to them. Um, they turned up every week. Probably after round 11 and 12, teams start to think, you know what, we've got to start beating these guys. You know, we've got to start knocking off their undefeated streak. So the boys obviously had to play with that pressure as well. Um, so, you know, to play with that week in, week out, and Talon Musket and, and his team for, um, yeah, for a great season as well. And they actually did really well uh, yesterday. They really came out to play. Um, and it wasn't played as a dead rubber at all. It was uh, actually, you know, a hard fought tussle uh, yesterday at home. Now, Bill, um, tell us a bit about, for those of us who don't know a lot about the club at Westvale, what were the ambitions going in at the start of the season and as well yourself? Uh, how long have you been at the club for as a, as a coach and, and what your expectations were of the, of the team going into the season? Uh, well, the president's expectation was obviously to win the league. Um, my, my expectation to be honest, five games or so to go and, you know, we're in reach of that second spot. Um, I'll be more than happy to be that in that position. Um, and, you know, to, to far exceed that and pretty much wrap promotion with five games to, you know, to go um, was, yeah, just credit to the club itself. Um, personally, I've got 30 years now, you know, in and out, but I started there as a junior since seven years old um, and, and took over the club as a, probably in uh, 2018 it was. Uh, but I took over, I think it was nine games in. The club was in you know, a bit of turmoil at the time. Just got relegated by, I think it was a point uh, back then that we got relegated because what that year only one team in second last in the two state league twos mm. got relegated. Mm. Um, and then I took over last year again. It was pretty tough last year, to be honest. Over two games in, I think it was minus 10 goals after two games. And we obviously take over on the Tuesday, I gave the playing group a go on the on the Saturday against Faulkner. We lost 9-0 at home to Faulkner. So, you know, we've come from that 9-0 loss to, you know, ending the season last year in COVID, which we I thought, you know, pretty decently strong. Although we did finish in bottom position. I think we lost one of the last four or five. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, to, we've all got pretty much a new squad together. Uh, we kicked off early. We started in November pre-season. We'll do the same this year as well. Since it worked last year, uh, from last year, we'll do it again this year. Um, and yeah, you know, from from friendlies to throughout the season, um, all training sessions. Normally, when you because I've played, obviously I played at state state one. When you start playing a bit lower, um, you know, when winter starts to kick in, you don't really get the the turnouts at training sessions um, in those lower yeah. divisions. To be honest, and and to be honest, um, you know, we've never had under 15 plays at any session. So mm-hmm. on a Tuesday mm-hmm. or Thursday. So it's been um, really good. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, at the end of the day... Uh, the Do the players know you'll be training four nights a week next year? Have you told them yet? Uh, <laughs> no, huh. certainly won't be going four nights. My wife will kill me if I'm going four nights. So, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it'll, be, it'll be back to Tuesday and Thursday again and uh, you know we'll play the, the Saturdays um, for next Bill you made an interesting point there about about attitudes in the lower leagues um, you know as the as the weather starts to get colder the players don't turn up uh, this year obviously it was a different story as you said and who was driving it who was pushing it was that you pushing it pushing the players was it the players pushing themselves was it just the general mood around the clubs and 
here's my second question because I always love open-ended questions, don't I, boys? <laughs> um, was you that do. the thing that really, really differentiated you from the pack, that attitude, that mental strength? Um, look, to, to be honest... Can you remember the first um, question? <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I, I'm a bit hungover. To be honest, um, look, I think what, what made a difference... I'll drink to that. Now, yeah, we bring in quite a few players um, from the obviously played higher. You know, yep. you're looking at state ones, and, you know, and and those players don't know any better than to come to every Tuesday and Thursday. Mm. So when you start bringing a few of these experienced guys to that, I mean, we had a couple of boys that came from. We had a, one boy that you know, Kai Demarco. He's came from Melbourne City youth, and uh, you know, obviously he doesn't know nothing better than to train every Tuesday, Thursday, young lad. Uh, a couple of other boys are from state one. These guys, um, yeah, I mean these. And like I said to the guys last night, uh, yesterday in the, in the change room, I said, you know, in the day, a, a lot of the boys, I, I gave a chance to just by talking to them and just realising what sort of kind of people they are. And um, that sort of, and, um, you know, I was just hoping that, you know, once they go on the field, hopefully they're, that they are the, the real deal and, and they can really help us. And, and that was the case. And um, look, you've been mates on the field, but these guys, this team, we've got at the moment um you know they're, they're better mates off it and uh mm-hmm. yeah so you know normally you'll have you'll go to a club and you know um on a thursday night a player or two you know let's be honest they might get paid and leave through the back door or you know might not stick around after a game um no these boys they're there till every thursday night uh they seat back after every game we i mean we didn't lose any this year but you know win draw doesn't matter it was home or away uh, we sat back at all, all, all grounds and, um, yeah, just, you know, it's it just uh, the, the, the group, um, yeah, it just needs uh, put, put it that way. Just, uh, yeah, oh, fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. Now you got um, you got a couple of big goal scorers on your on your rotter. Obviously, Musa Kamara, who I know uh, very well, uh, yeah. a Western Suburbs yeah. lad, and uh, and Carl Dixon, uh, both chipped in with uh, a, f- a fair number of goals. Um, and then you had uh, Hillary Hillary Jenkins on on six. Um, so you know yep. you had a big you had three players that really contributed a lot of the goals. Um, what's yep. the goal now for next year for you guys? Obviously, State League Two um, is a next step up again. No disrespect to State League Three, but State League Two is a big yep. uh, big jump up. What's the plans for you as a coach now in terms of your recruitment? Um. Look, like I just want to thank uh, young Kyle Dixon. This is pretty much his first senior year. He came from Kilo Park under 21s. Um, and he's been a, a, a gem of a find to give a young boy a go. And uh, he finished up top goal scorer for our team for the year. He bagged two goals yesterday as well. And just a big shout out to him and a big thank you. But the goal for next year is obviously we'll obviously uh, in the next couple of weeks sit down with the president. Once you've sobered up, yeah. Uh, Yes, correct. Yeah. So um, we'll sit down just to see exactly where we want to go for next year. Um, obviously, we want to retain a lot of the, the boys from this year. Um, in the day, look, look you know, look, we, we, we had 22 games undefeated. I, I watched quite a few say two games this year. Um, look, the big jump. I don't really think there is a big, big jump. I mean, we saw Upfield. I mean, Upfield's a class act. I mean, they, they came in. You know, they were class act from last year into this year. Uh, they, they, they topped up their squad, and congratulations to Wally and, and, and the club there. Um, but this year, look, we are, we've are we obviously got an eye on a few key positions that 
I think we elected this year, uh, and that will obviously help us uh, advance for next year. But I'm not a person that's going to overhaul ten players uh, mm-hmm. on a team that's gone, uh, you know, twenty-two undefeated. Our guys, yeah. six of our seven starting eleven yesterday, you know, aged between nineteen and twenty-three. So, you know, that, that's you know, for me, those young boys. They deserve their chance. They got us here, and, and I'll I'll uh, quickly be looking to retain them for next year. Awesome. On that note, Bill, congratulations once again. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the the short <laughs> off season if you like the festivities yeah. there, and um, continue that hangover. But uh, remember, the work starts very very quickly, and, and uh, it's good to see that the planning has already started for next year. Yeah, no worries, guys. I appreciate your help, and, and thank you for having me on. Good on you, Bill. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Bill Good luck, Congratulations. Bill Georgeopoulos there from um, from from Westvale Olympic. Now, um, gents, the common denominator there seems to be that the successful clubs, um, Craig, firstly to you, uh, are the ones that start their planning virtually before the season has even ended. They're already got one eye on the following season. And, and as we, we haven't heard spoken Bill, to any unsuccessful clubs though yet tonight. Well, that's right. Yeah, and, and true. And maybe they're, they're maybe that's the reason they don't do it. Maybe they just have a big break and you know, put on the board shorts, and then after Australia, they they start their planning or Christmas or whatever. Um, Craig, your your own experiences of of clubs down in the lower divisions of Victorian football is that the thing that really differentiates you know the successful clubs from those also rands absolutely times. No, absolutely. The, the 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 successful ones are always the ones that put the planning and preparation in. You, you know, there's a, there's an old saying, isn't there, that uh, if you if you was it plan to fail, fail to plan. So, um, you know, you have to put those uh, those uh, those um, the hard work in now, and and, and especially the players, uh, the teams that are successful. Um, you know, like your West Vale Olympics and your George Crosses and all those clubs that finish champions. They want to keep and retain the players that got them there. Um, it was one. Uh, it was one regret I had um, that I didn't do that when uh, when we got promoted um, mm-hmm. many moons ago. Um, and I wish I had now. And I've spoken to those players since then, and that was my one regret is that I didn't give them the opportunity the following year to to emulate what they did uh, the previous year. So um, yeah, very important that the teams uh, uh, plan. While we wait for our last guest to come on, um, let's quickly go through the uh, women's competition. Steve, let's have a quick look at the NPLW um, standings. That season is still progressing at the moment, uh, not completely finished. Uh, yeah, very interesting at go. the top, though. Yeah, tell us what's going on there. A lot of games that are still need to be played, catch-up games, no doubt, this uh, week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's close at the moment, isn't it? One point difference uh, at the top and... Yeah, Heidelberg United, they've had a really good season, haven't they? South Melbourne haven't had such a good season. But, no. um, yeah, have we got some of those results from the weekend? Uh, if we can get some of those on the screen as well. But um, my internet is not really behaving yeah. itself very well. While but, you, uh, yeah, Heidelberg you... United, 3-1 winners against Box Hill. So, uh, a good result. Uh, Colty United, the score's not been loaded in Sports TG, but I'm pretty sure they beat uh, South Melbourne there as well on the weekend that was yesterday uh there's still so a that, game, to come. Still a game to come Bulleen lions and uh fv emerging still to come on uh, tomorrow night and it's always good to have those monday night games at the Veneto club there uh fv emerging they're going all right they they were sort of you know in the bottom two most of the time a few years ago and then now they're uh they seem to have stepped up so i'm not sure what that says about uh the league itself well next year the league itself is going to expand to 12 clubs 
And um, at looking at the um, Premier League women's standings there, the Victorian Premier League standings, Preston, um, the champions, Burundara Eagles as well, um, did very, very well. They'll be joined by Southern United. And um, uh, Melbourne University are on, but I don't know if they will um, they will get in because they obviously don't have a lot of the infrastructure. They don't have juniors um, yeah. being a student club. Um, I dare say that Casey Comets would probably either get in or... Well, that's what Brenton Ray believes, so I yeah. think we'll go with that, yes. Yeah, so it probably will be a case of Preston Lions, Burundara Eagles, Southern United and Casey Comets moving up to... NPLW next year. Um, now, I know definitely we'll be looking at clubs like, um, I think from memory, in the Victorian, uh, in the State League, one women's. Brunswick Juventus are on top there. Um, Essendon Royals, I think, will be also there. And I can't remember who the other team as well is. Um, Spring Hills, I think it might be a case. But they will be also moving up to uh, VPLW. Gents, L. Last guest, and certainly not certainly last but not least, is um, the coach of State League Five West Outfit Barn Soccer Club, and they had a huge game. It was the biggest game of their history um, at Grovedale Reserve in Geelong yesterday. They took on Maidstone United, and um, in the end, they were crowned the champions. And uh, speaking of genuinely nice blokes in um, in Victorian football, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome the man. Um, known as Dale Harris. He's the coach of Bowen, and Dale joins us. Um, good evening, Dale. How are you? Hey, guys. I'm sorry about that. There's like a few people over here. They've come over and celebrated well, this round. Coaching staff, um, club, uh, former club president, Dave Ray. Andrew Conti, Kieran Robinson, Andrew Conti's wife's all here still. So, Maria, so, yeah, just a put a few celebration drinks. Thank you for having us on, guys. We'll get them joining in a little bit later on. But, uh, Dale, before we do do that, um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was simply the equation was simple. Yesterday, all you had to do was win. Um, and unless unless some um, second-placed uh, Melton Phoenix won by 20 goals, well, they nearly did, but um, if, if they won by 20 goals, then they <laughs> there could have been trouble there. But in the end, um, there was absolutely no trouble. Um, we'll look at the ladder there. Um, Bowen on top with 55 points. Melton also 55, but look at the goal difference, uh, uh, quite a different goal difference. Mind you, Melton won, what, 8-0 eight, eight or something like eight, that? 8-1. Eight, eight, Incredible, insane. Eight, but, um, mate... Take us through because this is one of the hardest divisions to get through. If you if you often get one team that dominates, they usually take up that that automatic um, promotion spot. Take us through the season that was for Barn Soccer Club. Ah, oh, um, we 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 got a few quality players this season, um, as we do every year. There's always new young stars, uh, youngsters that come along, and our main goal is to give the youngsters an opportunity where at higher clubs they wouldn't be getting. Um, so we do focus a lot on that and trying to bring back all past players that have left to play in PL system and won't get enough opportunities. So we try to bring them back. Um, we've started off well, um, extremely well. Got a few games on the charts, had a few hiccups. Um, but in saying that, every time we had a hiccup, results went our way. It was almost like it was meant to be. Um, we'd get smacked. <laughs> I'll use that word. 
quite correctly smacked. And then <laughs> next, the following week, another team would do us a favor and beat that team or draw to that team. So throughout the season, we've ridden our luck. And towards the end of the season, when Balmoral beat Melton, basically told the players that, you know, we can't ask Lady Luck for any more favors. It's up to us now. And they stuck to it and they produced the goods when they when they needed to. And I think they fully deserved it at the end of the season. Now, Dale, yesterday at half time, uh, if I'm correct, the score was nil nil nil. How are the nerves and what did you say to the boys in the break? Uh, the nerves were high, um, <laughs> to be totally honest. I was I was already visualizing another upset and that but oh second finish again. Um but the message at halftime was just install more self-belief into the players that, yes, first off, we didn't play our game. And I think because we've got such an extremely young squad that the nerves got the better of the boys. Um, but second second off, Kieran, Robinson, myself, um, installed some self-belief in the boys. And we made them believe that just play your game, be yourselves, do what's – play the way – the system that's got us to where we are at the moment and we'll be okay. And the boys went out there and they put us put on a show for us, um, show for everyone, um, especially for the large crowd that attended, which we are thankful for. And you could see what it meant to the boys in every celebration. Now, congratulations, Dale. I know we've, uh, we, we know each Thanks, other quite well, mate. So, uh, so over the moon for you, buddy. But, um, Two players that really stood out for your squad this year in terms of the goals, and you scored a hundred goals um, throughout the season, which is which is a fantastic Nin- result. Ninety six, sorry, mate. Yeah, champions. Then, then in the two Dale, then in the two Dale Harris way. Look at that. Okay? <laughs> um, Milton Bailey, Milton Bailey, and obviously uh, Christian Mann uh, coming in. Um, both of them scoring twenty six and twenty seven goals respectively. Um, how important are those two players for you? Um, and uh, how hard is it going to be to keep them at the club for next year? Um, the two players are extremely important to us, um, without a doubt. Um, their stats speak loud enough for, for the club and for themselves. Um, they will be at the club next year. They love it. They want to see the club go even further. They want to see us reach our five... Sorry about that. What, what is she doing? What is she doing going on there? Put, put the wine down and sit down. <laughs> they wanted to see our club. Craig, that's what it is. Remember you in the, you in the garage? Ah, be the loud. But like I said, we got we got guests over, and they just absorbing the tremendous events that have happened at football and over the last of the last day. Yeah. So, um, speaking to the the boys, um, they've. They feel like at home. Christian Martin's been a junior there. He went away for a year, came back. Moulton Bailey um, went to Surf Coast, came back, went to Surf Coast, came back. It's his home right now. Those two boys out of the lot um, want to see the club succeed as, as much as any of the committee members, club presidents or coaching staff. Um, they will be here uh, next year. And um, even apart from them still being here, um, yes, they were the highlights of our season, scoring oh, what was it, fifty-four goals between the two of them, which is absolutely incredible in twenty-two games. Um, you got to look at from the goalkeeper, 
playing on from the back. Actually, Milt, Milton only played 19 games. And yes, he did. Scored, scored 26. Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah two now, incredible players. But... Yeah, sorry, Karen. Now, Dale, I was, going, I was just going to say, like, nothing motivates a club that's about to get promoted into a higher division like the, um, the, 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 the possibility of playing local derbies. Now, um, <laughs> I have to laugh every time he does that. Um, in, sorry. In state five, that's okay. In State 5, you had three local derbies against Lara United, Deakin University, and, and Surfside Waves. Next year, exactly the same thing. So um, based in south of Geelong there, you've got three big, big derbies coming up against Golden Plains from Bannockburn, Bell Park, um, and then obviously the, the, the near rivals, Surf Coast. Um, that must, you know, you must be really excited about the prospect of those derbies, local derbies, and, um, and the lads themselves must be already looking at one eye on next year's State 4 because it looks like it's going to yeah. be a mouth-watering competition for you guys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, it's like like you said earlier, it's the club's, arguably the club's biggest achievement um, in our 30-year existence, getting promotion from the state competitions. Yes, we did. In 2017, we won League and Cups, Sunday League. Big achievement, but nothing beats um, getting promoted out to the state competition. In State 5, which is arguably one of, the toughest divisions and state four to get out of, considering there's only one promotion. Um, the boys are looking really, really forward to state five. Uh, state, sorry, state four. <laughs> um, but in saying that, it's we, we always got to test the waters. We we, we got to set our ambitions and we've got to be realistic at the same time. So, yes, we want to achieve to the highest standard possible. We want to compete in every game. Um but it will be about getting our feelers out there, seeing what the competition is like. Um, do we need to improve on the squad? Do we reward the players that have got us there? Do we bring in new players? Um, time will tell. Um, but with the current squad, I, I think we, we, we're good enough to compete. It's definitely 100%, 200%. We're good enough to compete in State 4. Um, and the amount of players that have already messaged me want to join from my higher leagues, um, we should be really, we should be competitive in state four. And whatever else happens in, in a positive manner is a bonus. Well, fantastic. Definitely. Boys, any more questions? Steve, you're going to say uh, something? Really looking forward to that derby against Surf Coast. I think the rivalry between Bowen and Surf Coast is is elite in uh, in regional mm-hmm. football uh Level, so I think it's good. But uh, have you put in for a pay rise for next season, Dale, after your successful year? Um, uh, no, you know, if I could get paid by with rocks just for being the culture ball, more than enough for me. Um, the Stop. club means so much to me. No, uh, yes, yes, Craig. Stop. No, um, we, we want, we we want, we want a pay rise for Dale. We want at least. Two extra pints a week of that beer that's in that champion's glass. Okay, otherwise, yep, we're going on strike. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that does. Yeah, that does. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, um, yeah, like I said, you know, I love this club. Um, uh, I feel very welcome every time I step in at the club, whether it's training or anything. I feel really loved at the club. And sometimes our coach just needs to feel appreciated and that's more than enough for me. 
Mm, absolutely. Well, you're a gentleman and, uh, as I say, and an absolute fantastic coach as well. So, Dale, um, congratulations and thank you for joining us. And uh, we look forward to uh, following your fortunes in, in, in um, State League 4 next year. Thank you, guys. Um, just a quick one. Um, you know, yeah, we have a successful season, but without the backing of Colin Drain, Dave Ray, um, Andrew Conti as team manager and assistant Kieran Robinson, we wouldn't have achieved the fate that we achieved this year. So, hats can, off to you we, guys. You guys are doing hard work. Can we get those guys coming up behind you and just making a big loud, loud <laughs> cheer? Go, Barwon, All right, we're going to go out on on the, all with this. There we go. <laughs> On the count of three, gents, everybody, uh, go back. Congratulations to everyone there. (laughs) (laughs) There's Giselle Harris there as well, Dale. Congratulations to you all. Well done. Well done, Dale. Thank you. Congrats, Dale. Very well done. Congrats. Thank you. Cheers. And, um, yeah, well, that was <laughs> reigning supreme at the Harris household there. Uh, gents, what a, what a show it's been. Um, we've come to the end of the show. Folks, just remember, next week we will be taking a much-deserved break. We will be back in two weeks' time. But uh, until then, gosh, it's been, one it's stat, been a... One stat to finish off. Yes, Craig. Oh, yeah. West Vale, undefeated. The last time that was done, 2006. Werribee City. Oh, wow. State League 3. Thank you, there you go. Interesting stuff. Folks, thank you very much for being a part of tonight's show. As we said at the top of the show, if your club would like to uh, sponsor one of our last remaining episodes on this um, program, and we can devote the whole show to your club and in a somewhat of a post-season review, do get in touch with us. Either private message us through our Facebook page or email us at footballoutwearshow at gmail.com. Um, in two weeks' time, we'll see you again for episode 102 of the Football Outwear Show. Once again, a big, big shout-out to our major sponsor, um, Caroline Springs, George Cross, um, home of the award-winning Georgies on Vista Bistro. Steve, we'll be back tomorrow night for... Oh, that's before we go. Tomorrow night, the Geelong Region Soccer Show. We'll have um, um, Geelong Rangers. They've been crowned champions of State League 3 in the women's competition. We will have their captain and the league's leading goal scorer, Danny Mandich, with some awesome, awesome um, footage from their uh, game today as well. And um, Lara United, they are the State 2 champions also from Geelong. And here's an interesting fact, gents. Um, the, the assistant coach of Geelong Rangers and the head coach of Lara United are father and son, Tony Horrocks and Ryan Horrocks. So uh, congratulations to them. Very, very successful dynasty there. And uh, we'll also have Robert Parmachotti from the Geelong Region Football Committee. Big news happening with regards to the um, football update, f- updated football strategic policy or strategy We'll find out more about that tomorrow night's Geelong Region Soccer Show. Craig, have a lovely week, and we'll see you in fortnight's time. You too, Gents. Have a great weekend next week, Tonch, and uh, catch you all in a couple of weeks' time. Good on you. See you.